organisations do present an excellent opportunity for businesses to go beyond and get to grips with their environmental and financial risks. And it also provides a useful evidence base from which tangible improvements in energy and environmental performance can be driven. Hello, my name is Suzanne Lambani, working for Schneider Electric's Energy and Sustainability Services. Today, I'm joined by Tom Bardwell, a sustainability consultant in our UK team. We both want to look into the first compliance deadline of the Streamlined Energy and Carbon Reporting, or SCCR, which is due on April 1st. So Tom, what will actually happen on April 1st according to the new legislation? Hello everybody and uh, welcome to our podcast. Um, well, that's quite a good question. Uh, I mean, SCCR actually came into effect um, as of the 1st of April 2019. Um, so the first mandatory reporting includes data from the 2019 to 2020 period. The actual compliance deadline will depend on your company's financial year. So either a calendar or financial year. Um, so if you follow the traditional financial year, which finishes at, at the end of March, uh, the first SECR annual reporting period actually ended already uh, this year at the end of March. So those companies who are closing off their annual accounts will actually be the first cohort required to comply with these new reporting legislation. So they will be required, in other words, to include energy and carbon data from the April 2019 to March 2020 period. Interesting. So doesn't that mean that the necessary data collection should already be in place to cover that period? What about companies that have started late? So the reporting requirements under SECR will differ according to how your company is registered and classified. So unquoted companies in the UK only have to report on the annual quantity of greenhouse gas emissions from their scope one and two activities, and this covers energy only consumed in the UK. For example, um, essentially this is just consumption relating to the combustion of fuel, fairly transport or site-based vehicles like forklifts, or it's, uh, and or it's the gas combustion from the national grid, um, for heating or process operations, as well as um, purchasing of electricity, again, from the national grid uh, to consume on site. Because most of this data is normally provided by supply invoices or um, internal accounts departments, it should be relatively straightforward to obtain and report on consumption over a historical 12-month period. It's important to note however, that um, irrespective, all companies must include in their reporting what methodology was used to calculate their emissions. They must also include one intensity ratio at least to quantify energy efficiency and also uh, measure differences year on year and include some level of detail on any energy efficiency actions that they've taken during the reporting year to reduce their consumption. This is actually a more straightforward process than it might seem, um, even if you might need some initial help with the reporting methodology. So that's unquoted companies. For quoted companies, it's a slightly larger task as they will need to capture a report on global scope one and two greenhouse gas emissions and their underlying global energy. Um, that kind of data might be harder to get. I gave some examples of what types of data sources to look for in my recent blog. 
That said, um, it's certainly not uh, uh, an impossible task. So meeting the compliance deadline requirements should not pose too much of an issue. That sounds fair. How about the next step? How will the delivery of the reports then happen in practice? So the information, um, it should be published in the company's annual director's report, uh, or if uh, another, or, or an equivalent energy and carbon report. So the guidelines are actually um, quite flexible on how the information should be presented, just as long as it's publicly available. The timelines for public publication of uh, the annual report depend on the type of company. Um, so for all companies with listed shares, annual reports are required within four months of the financial year end. So the first deadline uh, under the current SECR is July this year. We would always encourage our clients to contact the relevant financial departments and teams as soon as possible so that they are aware of this new requirements before they finalize or publish any of the accounts. Um, this will help avoid any additional costs or delays due to the reissuing of annual statements further down the line. Um, we often help our clients make this as pain-free as possible, as, for example, we can provide simple text box or tables to report and present the required information. Um, there's also a good opportunity to communicate these results to a broader audience. Today, environmental and social impact is integral to most business strategies. So if you can include any positive results about reducing carbon emissions, um, it's definitely a message you want to, to communicate to your broader audience of, uh, for example, clients, employees, uh, or share, shareholders. You mentioned the support for our clients. Do you have any guidance for companies that need to deliver this sort of report for the first time? Many companies will already be accustomed to, to collecting this type of data and reporting, um, but because the SCCR includes a wider remit of, of companies in terms of sizes, um, it's estimated that there are about 4,000 uh, that may be publicly reporting on their greenhouse gas emissions for the first time. These companies uh, will likely need a bit more guidance and time to adjust to the scheme. Overall, the best thing is to start preparing immediately because it can take a bit of time to work out how and where to capture this data. However, the scheme is um, designed to simplify the process since organizations can omit data where it is either detrimental to the interests of the companies, uh, i.e. sensitive, or simply not practical to obtain. If, when you collect the data, either of these two circumstances apply, uh, just make sure that the reason for any um, data which is not provided is clearly stated and justified in the report. But overall, once any initial niggles are overcome, uh, the new regulations do present an excellent opportunity for businesses to go beyond and get to grips with their environmental and financial risks. And it also provides a useful evidence base from which tangible improvements in energy and environmental performance can be driven. Thank you for your time and advice, Tom. We have more details in our SCCR toolbox, so please browse the link below this podcast for more guidance. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Active Energy. We're thankful that you decided to spend some time with us. If you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen, it would be a great help to us. Please also follow us on Twitter. It's at Schneider ESS or on LinkedIn and Facebook by searching Schneider ESS.
We have also started a LinkedIn group specifically for listeners of the podcast. It's a great place to interact with peers and continue the conversation from the podcast online. Be sure to look for the Active Energy Podcast LinkedIn group and join today. We'll be back in just a little bit with another episode. Until next time. Thank you.